This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. I'm just going to read just a little bit of a history for you here about how Mother's Day came about. It started by a lady, Anna Jarvis, from 1864 to 1948. She first suggested the National Day observance of an annual day to honor mothers because she loved her mother so dearly. At a memorial service in 1908 on May 10th, Miss Jarvis had gave a carnation, her mother's favorite flower, to each person who had attended. Within the next few years, the idea of a day to honor mothers gained popularity, and Mother's Day was observed in a number of large cities in the United States on May 9, 1914, by an act of Congress. President Woodrow Wilson proclaimed the second Sunday in May as Mother's Day. He established this day as a time for public expression of our love and reverence for the mothers in our country. By then, it had become customary to wear a white carnation to honor departed mothers and a red one for those that were living, and it still continues to this day. Amen. So the one I'm going to start off, that was our proverb scripture. But Romans 8.1 tells us, There is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ. So mothers, when you're in Christ, see, there is no reason for you to have fear and to have any condemnation because you stand in right standing with God because of the work that he's done on our behalf at the cross. Now, usually on Mother's Day, there's about three popular series or types of messages that are uh, ministered throughout the the world in different churches. Usually the first one is about the celebration of mothers, how awesome you are, God loves mothers, and look at Mary. The second one is usually about, let's tell you how to be better mothers. Let's tell you how to be good mothers. Let's throw in a biblical reference and tell you that if you look at Mary and Hannah, you should be like them. This is how you can succeed at motherhood. Then the third one is usually we stand them up, we take about five minutes, and we tell them how wonderful they are. We tell everybody, you know, let's give our moms a hand clap, and then the minister goes off and preaches something totally different that has nothing to do with Mother's Day. So I had really prayed, and I had several really, really good ones about mothers. And, you know, and that kind of probably was some of those things. And I prayed, and I got right down to the last thing. I even had some of these bookmarks and these things that were going to be done up that was going to go with it. And at the last minute, I told Sonia, forget it. We're not doing that. I'm not going there, you know. And I had just prayed, and my prayer was, God, how can I honor these mothers today? Truly honor them so that they'll know how much you love them, so that they can feel loved. I want it to be practical. I want it to be encouraging. I wanted it to be rooted in the heart of God. I wanted it to be so rooted in his love for you. And so I prayed and I said, God, you're going to have to help me because I already had three really good ones and, you know, you said forget them. So, you know, it's like, okay, see, we get all prepared and we think we got the perfect thing, but it just, that wasn't it. 
So I had to cry out to God, and I said, God, how can I tell these mothers how much you love them and how they're honored by you? And it's not just a gift that you're going to give like a vacuum cleaner gift. I'm talking about a special gift. I wanted you to feel really special. I wanted that God kind of loving gift. I didn't want it to be bitter medicine. I wanted it to be encouraging and love from God. I wanted you to know that God so loves you as mothers and mothers of every stage. We have natural mothers. We have spiritual mothers. We have single mothers. We have mothers that have been adopted or adopted children. We have mothers that that came out of foster care or had foster children. So we have mothers of all type, if you get my drift. So this is to all mothers. So my title today is No Condemnation is the Mother's Day sermon today. Happy No Condemnation. Amen? To know today you're going to leave happier than when you came in. Because you're going to find out all those things, see, that you were trying to carry around and feel guilty about. And you're dreading and you're wishing you could go back or, you know. You're going to find out today you're going to be free. And you're going to leave happier than when you came in. Amen? Because mothers, even though sometimes we feel we're not good moms... Sometimes you feel you've been a failure. You've messed up. But thank God. God loves us all the time. And even when we don't feel like we're good moms, God says, good job, mom. Good job. You're doing a good job, mom. Your kids may not tell you. Nobody else tells you. But God says today, you're a good mom. You're a good mom. So even though we feel that way sometimes, you're successful in God. You are a good mom, a loving mom. And God said, it's going to be all right. I want you to be free to be you and free to finally realize you're a good mom, regardless of where things are or what things have been done or said. You're a good mom, and God loves you. So I'm going to free you today by telling you about some things for you not to be condemned about. And by the time we get done, I feel like you're going to be about 50 pounds lighter. And you're going to walk out of here going, whew, man, I've been carrying all that around all that time, and I didn't have to. Isn't that good news? Amen? So you're not condemned by your messy home, by your dirty dishes, by your dirty clothes. You're not condemned by the... Maybe your friend that every time you go to her house, everything is perfect. And even when you open up her drawer, she don't even have a messy drawer or what we could call the junk drawer or maybe the closet that everything goes there when somebody's coming over. You don't need to be condemned. It's all right because guess what? There's some other people that are just like you. So it's all right to have the junk drawer, the messy drawer, the collect-all room or the collect-all closet or, you know, the dishes don't get done or the dirty laundry gets hid. Don't feel condemned. It's all right. You're not condemned by your lack or desire to have homeschooled or maybe you didn't get to send your kids to private school. It's all right. Don't be condemned. Your kids went to school where they needed to go to school. It's all right. Don't be condemned by your lack 
or your guilt of your personal mistakes, your down feelings, or you feel like, well, my mother never taught me that, so how could I teach that to my kids? It was learn as you go. It's all right. You're not condemned by your mistakes. You're not condemned by the difficulty of caring for a child with special needs or overactive, extra, extra energy children. Don't be condemned. There's other people out there just like you. There's other moms. It's all right. Don't be condemned. God just gives you a little extra more strength and an extra super energy to help with those extra overactive children. You're not condemned by the knowledge of how easy it is to sometimes like one child better than the other because the other one's driving you up the wall. So it's all right. Don't be condemned with those feelings or emotions sometimes. You still love them, but maybe you just don't like them quite as much right now. Don't feel condemned. You're not condemned by miscarriages or not having any children. You're not condemned by the lack or desire to even want to have more kids. Everybody else in your family has four, five, six, and maybe you have one or two and you don't want no more. It's all right. Don't be condemned. It's all right. Don't be condemned because you have no desire to maybe want to have children or to even adopt or you couldn't have children or you've had trouble. It's all right. God will send other people across your path to be a mother to. That he wants you and needs you to mother them. So don't feel condemned. Don't be condemned even though you feel it when you read that perfect posting on Facebook. Let me tell you, my children just graduated with all A's. They're on the honor roll. They've made the, pre, uh, the you know, whatever, the high society list. You know, they play five instruments. They've been in four sports. They're going to get all these, you know, uh, colleges want them. It's all right. Things ain't perfect at home. It's perfect on Facebook. But that's their life and their child, and your child is your child. Okay? Not everybody's the same. Okay, not everybody can do what everybody else did. So when you read that perfect post, don't get all, oh, my God, my kid don't even want to finish high school. They don't want to go to college. They don't play nothing. They don't want to do nothing. It's all right. Don't feel condemned. You'll be all right. They'll be all right. They'll end up being who God called them to be. So don't feel condemned. Don't feel condemned, you're not condemned, and your inability to cook, or maybe you don't want to cook, maybe you can't cook, but it's all right. Don't feel condemned. It's not a sin, I guess, if you want to use the microwave, or I think there used to be at one time you could buy food like in a bag and put it in boiling water. You remember those things? You know, so it's okay, or if you buy Sarah Lee for your family... It's okay. Or if you do strawberries well, you know, it's all right. Don't feel condemned. Because guess what? There's other mothers just like you. For some reason, either they never got taught to cook, they don't want to cook, or they've tried and they just can't. But it's all right. Don't feel condemned. You're not alone. There's others out there. They may not tell you that, but they're out there. See, they don't share that part on Facebook. They only share the good stuff. Don't feel condemned if your kids are not normal. 
maybe to other standards, you look and you think, oh, my kids aren't like that. There's other people that their kids aren't normal neither. Don't feel condemned if you've been divorced or unmarried and you're doing it alone as a parent. It's all right. God's grace and mercy is with you. Don't feel condemned. Don't feel condemned by your thoughts to be alone or away from the kids sometimes. Maybe it's every single day. You have moments, oh, I wish I was away from these children. It's all right. Don't feel condemned. That's not a sin to have those thoughts. Don't feel condemned by your body that it's not once what it was before the children did that to you. Amen. It's all right. Don't feel condemned. Not everybody's body goes back the way it was in the beginning. Okay, some stay stretched out. It's all right. Don't feel condemned by your repeated failures as a mother. Okay. Don't feel condemned by your rebellious children that have maybe chose to go to the left or go to the right or they went down the back road and the side road and through the woods. It's all right because when you declare God's word, in the end, they'll be serving God. So don't feel condemned that you're thinking, oh my God, their children is the perfect child and mine's off doing his own thing or her own thing. It's all right. They'll come back. That's God's promise. So don't feel condemned. You're not condemned by the frustration of having to scrape mac and cheese off the kitchen floor again. Or you look around and your house is not like the one on Southern Homes and Gardens. (sighs) You're like, I can't find anything. I don't know where anything is. Nothing matches. I don't have any lids that go to the Tupperware bowls. We have more bowls than we have lids. We have spoons that don't have matches to forks. We have this utensil that the end has come off. The electric mixer maybe only has one thing. It's all right. Don't feel condemned. It'll be all right. Or maybe all of a sudden, two or weeks late, two or three weeks down the road, you get to smelling something in the house and thinking something don't smell right. And you find out something maybe got stuck in the cupboard or stuck somewhere that you, you know, you didn't know about. And it's rotting and stinking and, you know, but it's all right. There's other people out there just like you. They just don't tell. So don't be condemned. You're not condemned by all the fears and the tears which flirt with insanity when you're right on the edge of despair sometimes, when you're having those thoughts of, oh, why didn't anybody tell me it was going to be like this? Because guess what? There's no manual, okay? It's day-to-day, and everybody's different. Everybody's children are different. Every circumstance is different. So the only manual we have is God's. I follow and trust God, and he will direct my steps. Amen. So don't feel condemned when you have those moments. Now, you can't stay there. Okay? You can have moments, though, of feeling like you're right on the edge of pulling all your hair out and having an insanity moment. But God will help you. Don't feel condemned when you're not able to throw the birthday party of the year or taking them somewhere exotic to a special birthday party where it gets advertised on Facebook, makes the front page of the paper because it's the birthday party of the year. And most of them are done when they're about this big. And in two days, they don't remember anything about the party. You spent hundreds of dollars on all the gifts. You got 50 gifts and they remember maybe one. It's all right. Don't feel condemned. 
And don't feel condemned if you do that. That's okay too. Don't feel condemned. You're not condemned. If you're not able to feed your kids that homemade perfect meal where we sit down at the table, the table is set perfect. We just went and picked some vegetables out of the backyard. We ran to Whole Foods and Earth Fair, and we've got a nutritious, wholesome meal on the table for the family. Got flowers on the table, all the silverware match. We got plates and napkins, and we all sit down. Don't feel condemned because more than likely, there's very few times that that happens. If ever, don't feel condemned if you have to use the microwave. It's all right. God will help you or maybe send you help. Start watching the cooking channel so maybe once in a while you could cook something. Amen. But don't feel condemned. It'll be all right. You're not condemned by your need for a vacation without the kids. That you have that thought, boy, I'd like to just go somewhere without them. It's all right. Don't feel guilty. You're not condemned. It'll be okay. It's all right for you to get away without the children. You're not condemned because you cannot take them, maybe, on some big exciting vacation or big expensive vacation, but you're believing God that things do get better as you go on in life. Maybe you can't go every year, but you're believing God if you've never taken them on a vacation, you'll be able to. Okay, but don't feel condemned and don't compare yourself with everybody else's vacations. Okay? Just enjoy the time you have with them. Because remember, your love for them and being with them is more important than where you can take them and what you can buy them. Because see, in the end, all that fades away. But what they remember is that you were there and you loved them. And you cared about them and you let them know you can do this. You can do whatever you set your heart to. Whatever you put your hand to, God will help you and bless you. So don't feel condemned and even things like that. You're not condemned for not living up to the standards of the mother, the mother-in-law, the Grammy, the auntie, all the siblings, all your friends. Well, you know, we do that. You should have done this and you should do this and this is how you should do it. No, you Pray and ask God. God will lead you. You're not condemned about their standards. You want to live by God's standards and be the mother who God called you to be. You're not them. You're not your mother. You're not your grandmother. You're not your sisters, your aunties, and all of that. You're you. So don't be condemned and living up to someone else's standards. You're not condemned by the stares of those who don't have kids or they have the perfect child and you're in the store and yours erupts like a volcanic scream and begins to lay on the floor and pitch a fit and kick and scream and you're looking and thinking everybody's staring. It's all right. You just tell them this too shall pass. Give them a smile. Don't feel condemned because there's other people like you. Maybe you just haven't seen them, but there's other people that their children have done the same thing. You're not condemned because your children are grown up and moved on and have their own lives. And maybe you feel like, well, they're not doing what I taught them. They're not doing what they should be doing. They know better than this. It's all right. 
They get to choose, but remember, we declare, we speak God's word, and in the end, his promises will be fulfilled. To our children and our children's children, to a thousand generations, they will serve God. So don't feel condemned. They'll come around. Some take a little longer, but it's all right. They'll come around if you let them go and give them to God. See, mothers, even though you feel condemned, if you're in Christ, you're not condemned. This is real reality. That's the truth. You are not condemned because God loves you. God has already put his super on our natural. God will fill in the blanks because you are so, so, so loved. And all of the time. See, not when you're the perfect mom, not when you're the best mom, not when you're the mom that did the 20 things on her list of 20 and she was able to check them all off. God loves you all the time with an unconditional love because you are special in who God called you to be. Be free of who you are. God called you to be the mother to the children and mothers to other children. He called you to be that. So be free in that. Be free in who you are and who God made you to be. You're not like anybody else. And you are loved and always appreciated. But you're going to have to trust your children, whether they're babies or whether they're 20, 30, 40, 50 years old, you're going to have to trust your children all of the way to God and put them in his hands. Because as long as the child is here, and you are here, I'm going to fix your mess. I'm going to fix your problem. Don't worry, I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. And then God's back here. So why are they ever going to look to God when they can look to you? They'll never trust God if you fix everything. See, sometimes choices have consequences. They're going to have to walk in the consequence. That's how we all learn. We have consequences to our choices. But if we're always fixing their problem, whether they're young, whether they're old, they're going to have a life to where they'll never seek God. They'll never chase after God because they don't need to. They got you. So let's move out of the way and let God. Now God can have full access into their life because we've moved out of the way. And I guarantee you, when you move out, God moves in. And he'll take care of all of the rest. But we're going to have to give them all the way to God. And it never stops. From the time they're born until, the, until Jesus comes, whatever their age is, you'll always be a mother. But you're going to always have to trust them to God. Because if you don't, then they'll trust you more than they'll trust God. And guess what? When you step out of the way, God will send others that maybe what you said, they say the same exact thing, and they go, oh, wow. Isn't that wonderful? And you're thinking, I said that 50 times. Somebody, But see, when we move out, God can send someone else in and they hear it. They hear it differently because it's not coming just from mom or dad. It's from someone else. And as you sow into others' lives and be a godly example and a godly mother figure to others, God will be sure at whatever stage of life your children are, God will send somebody into their life that they'll hear from. It'll be a divine connection. As Pastor Ron comes, 
I'm going to tell you, that's what we're believing for. So don't stand between God and them. Trust God so that they'll trust God. Move out of the way. If you're in Christ, your identity as a sinner before the holy God has been replaced with right standing with God. So go forward, ladies, today in freedom. Go forward in knowing that his unending affection and acceptance of you being the daughter, perfectly adored with an unwavering love that comes from your father God. That comes from your daddy. That see, that's not conditional based on how perfect you are. Or if you can cook or you can't cook. Or if you cook the perfect meal. Or if you did everything perfect. No, God loves you as his daughter unconditionally. He loves us when we're good. He loves us when we're bad. He loves us when we're selfish. He loves us all of the time. Let him love on you this day. And let that love flow down to you and into your life. Because you are so loved. Be free today to be you. Don't try to be the perfect mom on Facebook. Or maybe try to be your sister who seems to do everything perfect. Or your neighbor. Or your best friend. Be you who God's called you to be. Be the mom that God created you to be. And enjoy the journey with your children at every stage. But know today it's all right to have these feelings and thoughts because you're not condemned in Him. God has set you free today. God wants you to focus on Him. And He said, and through that you will see victory in your children today and until He returns. Remember Proverbs 31.30. They're not going to remember all the other stuff. They're going to remember your relationship with God because that outlasts everything. Your faithfulness to God when things were good and when things were bad. When you didn't do right and your kids didn't do right, but you still love God. Everybody else could have gave up on you. Everybody else can leave you, but they always stood to see that no matter what, my mom loved God no matter what stage in her life no matter how bad things got no matter how wrong or mean other people did to her or, my, or the children did she stood and I can say that my mom loved God that's what I want my children to stand and see not what I could do for them not what I could buy for them but that my mother loved God no matter what and then I stood faithful. And my heart was for them to know God's heart. And my heart was for them to know that I may not have been perfect, but I love them because I love the loving God. And I want them to know that love and then give that love to their children and to their mates. That's your legacy. All that other stuff's going to fade away. But for them to stand and say, my mother was faithful to God. That's the legacy you want for your children. So I hope today that no matter what stage of life you are, 
or whether you raised natural children or you were a spiritual mother whatever stage maybe you didn't know your mother but God sent women across your path to be a mother God said I love you and you're a good mom so you can pat yourself on the back and guess what it'll never end like I said being a mother now some of you right now you've got little toddlers or maybe you've got preschoolers you've got teenagers you're you've got grown children now they have their own lives but guess what there's always still gonna be bumps in the road but remember this if you don't remember anything else when those thoughts come or you feel discouraged or oh my god I you know I wasn't able to do that for my children You can stand and know that God said, there's no condemnation in me. There's none. You're free. I love you. And regardless, they're going to stand and see someday. They're going to know how much you loved me and how much you love them. That's what I want you to get today. That every time you get a, just a little bit of an inkling of feeling inadequate or God, I'm not a very good mom or Are they going to look around and say, well, all their friends always did this. I was never able to do that. God said, no, I'm a God of restoring power. I'm a God of restoration. I'm a God that rewards the faithful. And when you're faithful to him, see, sometimes kids don't see it till they get kids of their own. And then they go, whoa, this ain't quite so easily. It's not like what I thought it was. When they get kids of their own, it may take that long for them to realize, guess what? You know what? Maybe you weren't such a bad parent after all. Maybe you weren't all the time wrong. Amen. So let God love on you today. Let God free you and have a freedom to know that you're a good mom. And that some of you need to let your children go and give them to God. And then go ahead and be busy because there's lots young, old that needs some mother influence. You go and mother others and God will send others to come across your children and mother them. Isn't that neat how God does that? I think that is so cool. See that when I'm faithful to God and I sow into others' lives, he's making sure that my children and grandchildren are taken care of because I'm giving into others. That is so cool. But as long as you're here, standing in front of God, They can't walk in the fulfilled destiny that God has called them to. Or to either get back on the road, amen? On the right road. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.